but still look pretty the podcast hey everyone welcome back to the sit still look pretty podcast with your hosts vanessa and summer and as i always say we are so happy to have you guys here with us this is the second episode of the blueprint series where we give you all of the helpful tips into how to become the best version of yourself based off what we've learned so far in our self-discovery journey and this episode is going to be focused on failure. So we're going to go through a range of topics on how do you define it, how to overcome it, what is the purpose of it in our lives, um, how it gives us room to grow, redirect, all of these things. So strap in and I hope you enjoy this episode. I mean, I think the natural starting point with this podcast, with this whole episode, I think is first just put it out there that failure is within everything we do you know it's it's a possibility in every single step of our journey and uh, like I always say the only two things certain in life are tax and failure so um, yeah I think with that out of the way we should make a start so what is failure I think is the natural starting point and I mean there is there is a textbook definition but I think that is very, it's not very encompassing of what it actually truly is. I think there's a difference between what it is in literature and what it is in, in practicality. So I think it's very subjective. I think um, everybody has different notions of failure. You know, you might have woken up this morning, gone to the shop and saw that they were out of bread and thought, oh, well, that was a failure. But on the other hand, there are people who, fail their driving tests and then they deem that as failure so it's very subjective yeah I can't agree more and I think it the subjectiveness of it is what kind of wipes you out as an individual and why it really only affects you as a person because you will take those things on as personal failures and I think that's kind of what we're really going to hone in on in this episode of like these personal failures no matter what you you define it as whether you didn't sell any t-shirts in your first business um or you know like Vanessa said failing your driving test all of these things we're going to look at them as personal failures so yeah as I've said I think in the comfort zones episode and I think it's going to be a recurring thing that a lot of you guys hear is about this roadmap I always tell you guys have a roadmap have a plan with the comfort zones I said have a plan bullet point it but having a plan doesn't mean that failure is not going to occur a plan is only an outline of what you should do but failure is never going to be in your plan you're never prepared for it it's why it hits so close to home why it blows your system entirely because it's something you can't control but what you can do is find a purpose for that failure and a reason a way to learn from it why did this happen I guess just as a quick side note you guys should hold on about what Summer just said regarding the fact that you can't control failure because we're going to touch on that in a little bit later on this episode. So just keep that as a side note for now. But um, yeah, like I completely agree. You know, it, failure is a mentality. It's part of life. There's not one thing that you'll be good at for the rest of your life. And if you're good at it for the rest of your life, then you've stopped learning and, and that's dangerous. Whenever you embark on a new journey, whether that's learning a new skill or finding a new job or whatever, um, failure is inherent in pretty much everything you do and it's always a possibility you'd like that it you'd like that it doesn't uh, transform into a certainty it doesn't transform into a reality there's always a possibility so 
With that, I say failure dominates pretty much everyone's lives, regardless of whether you're aware of it, whether it's subconscious. It's a huge obstacle in holding you back. So you have to learn to let go of your fear of failure and you'll realize that like the worst that you could possibly happen is actually not that bad. So um, yeah, I guess a combination of being comfortable with being uncomfortable. And if you guys listen to the first episode, then you will, uh, you'll recognize that line. But yeah, comfortable with being uncomfortable and realizing that you can achieve so much more when you're no longer letting your fear hold you back or act as a, as a cap on your potential. So uh, with that, I guess we should move on to the purpose of failure in your life. And uh, yeah, you heard that right. It does have a purpose. Something that I always like to use to underpin the purpose of failure whenever I'm having a discussion with anybody is that passion to play a key role in your life, no matter what it is you're trying to do, whether it be your work or social life, because failure, like we've said, can occur at any moment. You work hard for the things that you're passionate about. And it's another reason, like I say, why your failures will sting so much. But you need to remember what you're doing it for. And the purpose of the failure in your life is to show you that this isn't the path to achieve what you want to achieve. You know, if you have advocated advertised on only one social media platform your business and it didn't you didn't sell anything well maybe that failure is that you need to now branch out to other platforms research other platforms things like that you need to change your mindset about how you look at your your failure and look at it as part of a process it's a learning curve it's like Vanessa said the moment that you're constantly good at something is the moment that you stop learning and you have to constantly learn from your failures that's the purpose of it on your journey and I, I very much believe that actually yeah, I 100% I have to agree once again. Um, I do realize it seems like we're always in agreement with each other. I promise we do disagree on some things. But absolutely, I think passion, this also ties into that whole idea of like, if you don't have the ability to get back up after you failed, then you don't want it bad enough. It's as simple as that. You just don't want it bad. Because if you have passion, it will keep you going. It will keep you getting back up every single time you've um, you've you've failed you've yeah it's a matter of changing your mindset to think of failure as part of the process you're not going to get it right on the first time and if you do get it right on the first time then chances are you'll probably stop and think to yourself well that was kind of easy and you're not going to appreciate it as much as you would have if you had struggled to get through to it in the first place so when it takes you a bit to get there you fail a couple of times but you eventually succeed and you appreciate it so much more just a little disclaimer we're not sitting here saying that every journey you have is is supposed to you're supposed to struggle we're just adhering to the fact that failure is common it is something that is going to happen whether you you like it or not we're not sitting here being like your journey to being successful has to be super hard you have to be prepared for the failure basically is what we're really trying to hone in on this on this section of the discussion you have to prepare yourself and i think also when when you keep failing it's very easy to go down that like mental rut of being like oh you know i'm not good at this i keep failing clearly maybe this isn't for me or whatever it's it's all an illusion you have to remember that your struggle plays the biggest role in your purpose and nothing that's worth having comes easy and if it does come easy then you probably won't appreciate it, as I said, as much as you would have if you had, um, you know, had a tough journey, a zigzag journey to get to it to in the first place. But again, you know, the importance of failure as well is because it provides you an opportunity for feedback, which actually is not very common these days. Not a lot of people give feedback. And I think that's why you have to really appreciate it when it's being given to you, because 
people practically chase other people for feedback these days. So I think also keep in mind that as long as you implement that feedback and you're not falling in, you're not failing in the same area, then you're only failing forwards. So failure in that way is actually very productive. Yeah, Again, I couldn't agree more. I have a perfect kind of analogy for this kind of feedback situation. So I got a bad grade this year in one of my mocks. So at university, as you guys know, we're we're third year law students. And at university, we have these mocks called formatives. And because you're not examined as much as you are in secondary school, sixth form or GCSEs, these formatives are like kind of like a one-off chance to figure out how far you're going how your grades going all of that stuff and I got a bad grade in one of mine and I was so crushed and I was so and I was like I failed you know I didn't fail but it felt like a failure because it was a very different grade to what I had been getting in my other exams and I decided to have a meeting with my lecturer to really ask her what have I done wrong where have I gone wrong what how have I failed this and she gave me perfect feedback and she really talked me through where I could improve we have a second mock she decided to give us a second mock for this module so I'll keep you guys posted on if I have implemented this feedback very well or not <laughs> stay tuned but yeah it's, it's stuff like that you have to ask for feedback nowadays feedback isn't given off just because you have to actually ask for it if you fail an interview and you don't get the job you know you can email them you can email them and ask them where you went wrong how you can improve that is an option not enough people know about stuff like that I feel 100 100 even when you like when you go to the shop or when you go somewhere and you buy a certain product and then they send you like that survey it's like oh so how did we do please who who fills those in <laughs> who fills those in i would love to know because you know i um i help run a business and we send those out and i think in my year of working there uh, in the social media marketing team i've never had feedback ever well so how do you overcome failure can you even overcome failure is that a thing or i would say to that well in my experiences i couldn't avert failing I just had to build a tolerance to it and that's because I had to learn that I can't control 99% of the things that happen I could I can't control people's opinions of me I can't control the external world the only thing that I can control is me my mind and that's it and you know I'm to me letting go of control is a very um, tough concept because I'm very I like to know that I'm in control over everything. So when I feel like something happens that's out of my control, such as failure, it can really send me through through a downward spiral. But over the years, I had to learn that you just have to deal with it. You just have to build a tolerance to it. So um, yeah, the only thing you can control is, is mindset. And if your mindset is failure driven, then your immediate world will materialize to accommodate that failure mentality, you know, law of attraction, manifestation, that kind of stuff. If you think of a red car, you're going to see a red car. <laughs> mindset is so key. It's what pushes you to work hard, even when you don't feel motivated. I know a lot of people could probably relate to that, especially 
like students and people working with the COVID situation, not being able to actually have face-to-face contact with your teachers or your work colleagues, things like that. And it links to the passion discussion that I, I, I spoke about earlier, where you have to remember what you're doing it for. If your mindset is positive in the sense that you look at this failure as a chance to redirect yourself, a chance to learn from yourself, a chance to get feedback, then the way you will handle that failure, it won't knock you for six, it won't wipe you out, but instead it will be like, okay, this sucks, this is how I'm going to improve it. And it it links to the passion in the sense that because you want to do that, because you're so passionate about what you want to do, they both go hand in hand because your mindset and your passion all together accumulated, you will very much overcome that failure and it will be a lot easier for you to do it. I have another analogy. I feel like I'm... No! I'm literally full full of analogies today, but when I went to uni, before I went to uni, I worked at Starbucks and then I went to uni and I applied for Starbucks. I got rejected. I felt so offended because I was like, I have all of the qualifications you need. You know, I was like, how can they reject You're missing out on me. Bye. Literally, boy, bye. How do you know who you you just missed barista of the year? You know (laughs) what I mean? Um, And it really knocked me for six and I felt really like crap about it because I was like, how could I not get that job? Like I'm perfect for the job. And instead I applied somewhere else. I applied to be a student ambassador at uni and it, it, we I had to do presentations and things like that. And it worked out in my favor because I changed it and I used the feedback and I used my mindset. And I was like, I need to get a job at uni, but I'm now going to go to a different route of a job where I never normally would have worked or I never, never normally would have thought about. Because sometimes failure is actually a blessing in disguise. You think that it's like the worst thing that could possibly ever happen to you, but everything happens for a reason. Yeah, Yeah, everything happens for a reason. And then I had that student ambassador job and it opened up so many more doors for me because I met loads of different people. I worked with loads of different students and businessmen and women. And it worked out better for me because I took, I internalized it and I was like, you know what? This didn't work out. This is why it didn't work out. I'm going to redirect myself. I'm going to put myself somewhere else. This is why I said you guys should make a mental note at the beginning of the fact that you have to always remember when dealing with failure that you can't control the outside world. And that's also something that you should keep in mind when you make a plan. And that's why I said that you should keep a note of it because precisely of this part of the podcast, you can't control your your external surroundings. But the moment that you let failure sort of define you, is the moment that you take that external and then you internalize it and then this will make you feel like you're not good enough at this or like just because you've tried it once and haven't succeeded at it that you're not good enough but the reality of the situation is you've only tried once (laughs) so um yeah passion passion resilience and determination back to my cake analogy from episode one but um yeah keep keep those in mind i think failure is also very much an internal battle yeah you have to tell yourself that you have the strength to overcome it it is a major part in your progress failure and it feels even greater when you you overcome it when you take it in and you feel those emotions and you allow yourself to feel those emotions but you don't allow them to encompass you because you're internally thinking and sometimes overthinking sometimes thinking negatively and when you do that because the failure like we said the ones we're talking about are personal failures it feels so overwhelming and so just crap and gross you know what I mean and that's why it is an internal battle but you have to really learn yourself inside out 
I think it's also like a conflict with yourself、mm. because you know there's a part of you that gets that gets. Things too quickly, and you're kind of skeptical about them because you're like, "Hmm, this was this was unusually easy. Why was it so easy?" And then the other part of you, which is like, "Why do I have to keep failing to to get to where I want?" And that creates a conflict. It creates a conflict. So, yeah, I、uh, I think the best way to to think about failure is prototyping,、mm. and basically when. You think of failure prototyping. You you're thinking that you're making something from scratch. If you think as failure as prototyping your life, you'll start to see that pretty much every small obstacle is part of the journey.、Mm-hmm. You won't get it right on the first go, but as long as you're not afraid to ask for feedback, and we'll get onto this onto the next section, you can accept criticism, and you can only fail forwards. You might fail again. There, that is a possibility, but you're not going to fail in the same area, and you're not going to be where you were yesterday. And that's good enough reason for you to keep going. So when you're failing forwards, you are prototyping your life because you're not quite there yet. But you'll have to make changes. But you're taking on the the feedback given to you, and that's the perfect the perfect idea. I think. I think it's a very common misconception. I think even when you look at You know memes or whatever made of failure, and there's a steps steps up to your dream goal or your dream life. People always look at failure as if you're going backwards, but you're not going backwards. As long as you're not failing in the same thing, yeah. As long as you're not repeating the same mistakes that you're making, and you're learning from your mistakes. You're not going backwards. You keep failing into the same area. You keep failing the same test. Yeah, you have to realize where you can change things and where you can control things. I say, me and Vanessa have this conversation all the time about when it involves other people. It's a lot harder to change because depending on how they move, you have to move as well. But when it comes to your personal failures, you're not going backwards unless you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. It's like you're playing a computer game and you keep losing because you keep trying to do the same routine over and over again. Why would you do that if you're not? Is if it's not going to get you further, I know that there's a constant battle that a lot of people face with internal rejection, and you want to make it work. You want to make it work. There's a time and a place of accepting when it's not going to work, and when you have to reroute, and when you have to go another direction. I think, yeah, I I think accepting to 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 let it go when you can no longer、um, revive it, when you can no longer breathe. Life into it, then I think you just need to let it go, and that's a very important part, which actually ties into our next part of the of this episode, which is regarding ego and failure, and being able to you know being able to accept that you've made the mistake is a very valuable skill to have in life, whether that's your in entrepreneurship. Whether it's in your job, whether it's in school, etc., it's a very, very valuable skill to have. But not a lot of us have it, and not a lot of us have it for good reason. Because some of our egos are much stronger, and they kind of always win out in the end. A vast majority of people have an inability to accept that they went wrong because because it's an ego thing. Like accepting that you've made a mistake hurts your ego. But you can't let your ego guide your life. You have to be bigger than it. Your ego is like very greedy. It's based on immediate gratification, and the more you give into it, the less patience you build. 
So other parts of your personality, contrastingly, are not, and they play the long game. But you, because of these parts of your personality that are different and your ego being different, there's a constant conflict with each other. And that's why you always watch Netflix when you have homework to do. Because you watch Netflix instead of doing your homework because the ego and other parts of your personality had a fight. But you're watching Netflix, so the ego has won. So I guess you just have to control your urges and play the long game. You've built patience. You have to build patience to life. And that's when you kind of start averting the whole failure failure crisis it's easier to be resilient and persevere and approach failure altogether because you understand that you you're kind of hacking your own self if that makes sense i think this is another thing that comes very much with ego it's about identifying who you are as a person if you lie to someone they might not know you're lying but you know that you're lying to that person because you know yourself you know yourself better than anybody is going to know yourself so if you sit there and you put on this whole facade about continuously doing the same thing over and over and over again not learning from your failures because you're gonna you're gonna get to that end goal you're the only person you're hurting is yourself so why would you let your ego get in the way of your blessing and there's that whole thing where it's like, oh, no, I'm an independent, strong woman. I can do everything by myself. I don't need no help and stuff like that. But you do. You do. This makes me think of that meme that I saw the other day where it was like, oh, the um, feminism leaving my body when I need my shopping bags to be carried up the stairs. And you know what? It's true because... You can't do everything by yourself. Even the biggest companies in this world, say Elon Musk, maybe he started by himself, but he's certainly not doing his own accountancy work at the moment, is he? You can't do everything by yourself. And because no one knows everything, but you, you can be an expert in your field. You can have a degree in, I don't know, aeronautical engineering, but you, there's things that you're not going to know. Outside of that field, you're not going to know. And you need to accept that and be humble. You need to be able to differentiate between essential information and just in-case information. You can't just take in everything that's like given to you mm-hmm. and try to regurgitate that back. Yeah. Be tactical about what yeah. you decide to retain or not. Yeah, like you, you, like I said, you know yourself, you know where you're coming from, you know what you want to do. No matter how many times you tell people what you want to do with your life, you're, it, it's down to you to do it. So if you're going to sit there and you're going to tell yourself all these lies and all of these fibs and all of these, you know, false narratives and romanticize everything and not actually do anything about it and not actually learn from your failures, the only person you're hurting again is yourself. Why would you do that to yourself? Failure is something that is going to happen in your life, no matter what. It's just something you can't you can't avoid. But beating yourself up about it and knocking yourself for six every time it happens is only going to stop you from moving forward. It has to. There has to be a part of you in that internal battle that we were talking about earlier that says to yourself, "Look, this didn't work out how I wanted it to this time, and that's okay." But this is how I'm going to do it the next time. And if it fails that time, then you'll be like, okay, I need to reevaluate. Maybe I don't know enough. Maybe I need to research the market more. Maybe I need to do a bit more reading. Maybe I need to, you know, talk to somebody who has done a similar thing to me and see what they've done. It's about learning yourself. You're constantly going to be learning on this journey in whatever it is that you want to do. 
I think life in itself is is a is a lifelong learning process. Every, you you never stop learning, and like I said at the beginning, if you've stopped learning, then you're stagnant. You've you've reached stagnation, and you need to get yourself moving again. I think also another thing that we should mention is you will experience failure depending on what you deem to be failure, right? Because we're social beings, and ever since our evolution, where we are. Our biological instincts are to socialize. And some of us may deem that we failed when other people don't have a um, similar sort of level of happiness and congratulations and that kind of, you know, towards our achievements. And we may feel that we failed because I think as as social beings, we look for validation. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why we have uh, influencers and Instagrams. Instagram and uh, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, so... I think it's also important to know that based on that, you will feel like you've experienced some sort of failure when you decide to march away from, from the social norms, when you bend those norms and, and rules, you be sort of seen as um, sort of an outcast, mm. you know, just because you're not doing what society is mm. doing and you're not having the exact same phone as everybody else and all that kind of stuff. Everybody will be like, oh, that's kind of weird. Mm. But it's important to remember that that's not failure. That's just... It's just a temp. Well, it depends on how you approach it. Yeah, it's only when you when you start having the material indicators of success that people will have to start having faith in you, and then you Mm. become accepted. I think at the crux of it, what we're very much trying to say in this final section is that it is a mindset game. It is about knowing yourself. It's about trusting yourself. It's about having confidence in yourself. And it's about being able to redirect yourself. So it all comes down to who you are as an individual and who you want to be as an individual. Whether it's overcoming your ego when it comes to failure, whether it comes to fighting this internal battle, if it comes to asking someone for feedback, whether it be an interviewer or your boss who has just fired you. Like, you know what I mean? It's about being able to overcome those internal challenges and those mindset games is about keeping keeping yourself strong keeping yourself motivated and remembering your passion and why you're doing it absolutely i think um i think yeah it's important to know that you'll be ridiculed at first i think every every time you decide to step away from what society deems as acceptable and you might think that that's failure but it's not it's just you're doing something that nobody else has done and people aren't used to it so they're not gonna hype you up about it or you know whatever this is I think another thing that ties in with what we said earlier about the fact that you can't control anything outside of your mindset and the way this links to what I'm saying right now is you can't control the way people the the level of happiness people have towards your um, achievements Mm. so you have to just be able to clap for yourself And uh, you have to be able to be content with that. So I think we're going to wrap this up here. But as always, our social media accounts are always open for you guys to message us and tell us about how you've been finding our episodes. episodes. Yeah, and our voices, obviously. Mm. And uh, we hope that you have a fantastic day, whether it's an evening, morning, whatever. And uh, we'll see you guys next Saturday. See you next Saturday, guys. Bye-bye.